Hey, DJs, it is Monday, January 22nd. We are down to the final four in the NFL. We'll discuss those games, and then we got some NBA and NHL to bet on as well. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, how's it going today? Uh, it's going pretty well. I got off to an early start last night, so we were, we're already back in the Hoosier State. Um, so many different things to talk about, but... Uh, allow me just, you know, proud father moment. I kind of didn't say anything last week leading up to it, but I posted in the asylum. My son, who's a very active uh, MMA fighter, he he works at one of the Gracie schools uh, trying to learn how to do some MMA stuff, but they wanted to work on his striking, so they got him doing some kickboxing, and he had his first kickboxing bout, uh, bout Saturday night and uh, went the distance, went three rounds, um, but he won by majority decision, so he's one and zero. Oh, and uh, so, big kudos to him. But but proud dad, what watch your son get in there and get punched and bloodied up, and got a cut on his cheek. But it was good times, man. Good times. Yeah. Now, um, first off, congrats. That's that's really really cool. Um, second off, now all your kids were wrestlers, or were, one of them was jujitsu or something like that, right? Yeah, so two of them. Um, this is one of them. This is the one that was the um, the wrestler that I always talked about. He he was a very active wrestler, but because of his older brother who got into the jujitsu and the MMA, um, little brother followed him, and pound for pound, little brother's far stronger. But we're not pound for pound. Big brother's about eighty pounds heavier, so, so he throws him around like a little rag doll. But um, yeah, so he, he, okay, so check this out. He went to Vegas with us. Uh, it was me, him, and his, his other brother. Um, we went to Vegas for the December trip, and he ate like he was in Vegas. Like, he ate, right? He was 140 pounds when he got back. He weighed in. He made his weight at 125 three weeks later. He, he shed 15 pounds in three weeks. Not advised by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> No, no, no. They they sell those types of diets. Uh, you know, they basically um, uh, they're called uh, shit your pants diets. You know, you just. Much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you re- did you wrestle too, right? I did. You did, yeah. So I mean, very similar though to get weight. Like I remember dudes in the locker room just like passing around X lax and just like you know running around with like layers and layers and layers of clothes on to try to sweat a fucking couple pounds out. I mean. Uh, water weight matters. Like, I mean, it's so crazy what you got to do to make weight. And, um, you know, yeah, at times it's just, it's, you're basically dehydrating your body of everything to be able to do it. So it's, it's, it's intense. So again, c- congrats to your boy. I know that, you know, he's, he's, uh, interested in doing some MMA. And, and I think, you know, having a well rounded, uh, experience of, you know, wrestling and, and, and kickboxing and, and, you know, some kind of, you know, other martial arts and stuff like that. I, I do think an MMA does matter because if you forget, MMA stands for mixed martial arts. I mean, 
<laughs> it is this combination of of the three, and I think that's why it's probably been so successful. You know, uh, without going on too much of a tangent, is it allows different disciplines and different cultures to be able to participate in the sport and match up with guys in different ways. Uh, you know, watching boxing kind of got a little stale. You know, watching just karate or just jujitsu can get kind of stale. But the fact is, that you get two guys like man, they're multidisciplined. They could come at you and just beat the fuck out of you, or they could try to, you know, do some takedowns. You know, I think that's what makes MMA kind of fun. Oh, absolutely. I've I've watched one. Well, I'm sure you have too. I've watched some MMA bouts where the beatings that these guys take. I mean, they're no way, no way would I do it on on any surface. But um, yeah, it it he really enjoys it. I you know, it's it's one of those things in life. No matter what it is find your passion in life um, and you enjoy it, then you pursue it. He enjoys it. But you know what you and I enjoy, Max, is the same reason that these guys join us stupid early in the morning. It's sports betting, and we had some really good NFL action yesterday. I tell you, this weekend was really fun. Some really, really fun NFL matchups. Now, I had a better sports betting weekend than you did <laughs> when it comes to the NFL. Um uh, we just to recap our bets, we both whiffed on the Ravens. Uh, I hit on the Lions. Um, we both hit on the Packers, and um, I hit on the Chiefs, and and you missed on the Bills. Uh, so we'll start off with that first game that was the Baltimore Ravens absolutely flexing over the Houston Texans. Now the first half, I mean was competitive you know uh the texans held uh held up with uh, the the ravens in that first half lamar jackson wasn't clicking and then the rust came off panther then <laughs> then at the half the ravens said oh yeah wait we're the number one seed and they just ran from there uh ravens absolutely dominated the texans it's, congrats to cj strad and the texans for having such a great season but they ran into a fucking buzzsaw in the second half of that game they did and part of the problem for the texans is that they were pretty one-dimensional they've been pretty one-dimensional all season cj Stroud, there's there really just not much of a threat of a running game the ravens knew it and they took advantage of it they put a ton of pressure on C.J. Stroud, you know, one of the things that we had talked about was the, the time off, right? They didn't really play the last week of the season. Then they had the off week. And so there was a little rust the first half. But, man, that second half, the Ravens' offense and defense just took off. I don't know if Lamar Jackson is the most valuable player, but he is the most dangerous player like I don't know how you're supposed to contain a guy that can throw it 80 yards on the fly who's the best running back on the field against any team like he's just so explosive he's gotten really good with his decision making I mean a healthy Lamar Jackson is as dangerous of a player as we've ever seen and he's been healthy all season and the Ravens look the part of champions man yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson ran for over 100 yards. He had a pair of uh, rushing touchdowns. And just, like, it seemed like any time that they uh, put pressure on him in the second half, he just ran. He just, he didn't even think twice. He's like, yeah, catch me. <laughs> catch me if you can. And no one did. Um, 
Yeah, so Ravens, yeah, they they're in a prime position to uh make a Super Bowl appearance after that dominating win, but we'll get to their opponent in a minute. Uh let's talk about the other Saturday game and that was the Green Bay Packers letting a win absolutely slip through their fingers. Green Bay, man, they'd sick it to San Francisco. Now, whether you want to say Ruster or just bad matchup or just Green Bay's passion, I honestly feel that the Packers let one slip away. This was less about the 49ers winning and more about the Packers losing this game. What do you think, Sex Panther? Yeah, I completely agree. You know, the longer when you're the heavyweight champ, you're the favorite and you let the underdog just keep you know, staying in the fight and they just keep, you know, jabbing and throwing and coming at you. It it really makes for a long afternoon or evening as the case was here. I mean, Jordan Love, we've talked about Jordan Love and how great he was for the last, or, you know, the second half of the season. But when you throw 20 plus touchdowns and only one interception, you're kind of like, can he do it one more game? And it was just that that last interception that sealed their fate. They were they were done. It was a great matchup, but here's what I'll say. The 49ers are who they are. I mean, this is a great team, but we've seen who they are. We've seen the best that the 49ers have to offer. I really believe that. I don't think we've seen the best of the Packers. This is the youngest team in the NFL with Jordan Love and his first full year as the starting quarterback they really were only healthy for a a fraction of the season this is a very very good team that's only going to get better they have nothing to hang their hat on you know that that this was a bad season they showed everybody what they've got and this this is a dangerous dangerous Packers team moving forward yeah, I mean, uh, some a lot of bright spots. I mean, Jones, Jones's health has always been one of the big issues, right? It's between you know they've always had that. Well, uh, had to keep dealing you know, around. Good, yeah, exactly. Um, last couple of games, he he was fantastic, right? Like he, he just could not be stopped, uh, and did it again against uh, the Forty Niners. Uh, Debo Samuel got injured in this one, injured his shoulder. So uh, MRIs uh, being done, see how he's going to do, see if he is going to play next week. Uh, the 49ers, man, they look vulnerable. We'll see how they match up uh, against this next team, and that is the Detroit Lions, who, man, um, great game. I get, I'd say great weekend of football, by the way. I mean, other, other than that second half, I, even that was fun to watch with the Ravens and the Texans, the the. Buccaneers, listen, you know, they had such an up-and-down season. They won, they lost, they won, they lost, they won, they lost. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I think, uh, has nothing to be ashamed of in in this season. It's, it is sad that he went out the same way Jordan Love went out, throwing an interception. Baker, of course, uh, not in the same situation as Jordan Love. Jordan Love has so a little bit of, uh, I'd say, contract left <laughs> Baker Mayfield is fresh out of contract so we'll see if he earned himself a contract hell of a performance 350 yards couple of touchdowns he did again he did have a uh, you know three touchdowns in fact a couple of uh, interceptions Buccaneers were right in that one Mike Evans uh dominating dominating performance against this uh Lions secondary which we knew had some holes but in the end Jared Goff did it man 
Jared fucking Goff got the Lions to the NFC Championship game. Sex Panther, congrats to the team up north, right? I mean, we always love a good underdog story. The Lions aren't really underdogs other than they, they're basically the Chicago Cubs of the NFL. So you'd like to see, I mean, a real chance of making their first ever Super Bowl. But I, I do want to touch on Baker Mayfield real quick. Uh, the dude's been a warrior. He had his best season ever in the NFL. Todd Bowles came right out and said he wants him back. I think he'll be back. Um, I think they've got their quarterback for the next three or four years. I, I do believe he's earned a contract. But what he did in that game, I, I, he gets credit because the other side that's going to get credit is the Detroit Lions defense. This has been a defense that's been much maligned for two years, and they showed up. Baker Mayfield was under pressure that entire game running for his life, being hurried, being sacked. He never had a clean pocket to throw from. He was always under pressure. So as much as we talk about the Detroit Lions offense and Jared Goff and St. Brown and, you know, Gibbs, like they, they played great. But I think it was Detroit Lions defense that was the shining star in that game. They came to play, and they harassed the hell out of Baker Mayfield that entire game. I think there's not a a single player on that Detroit team that that doesn't come up to play week to week. You know, maybe there's a discrepancy in talent in some positions. But tell me me another head coach that you wouldn't want to just get up and run through a brick wall for. You look at every single interview when they talk about this coach, and and like every player, just like he's the greatest leader I've ever uh, ever met. It's almost like a cult. It seems fucking scary, dude. It really the cult of fucking Dan Campbell out there. Um, but ever everyone's just wanting to play for Campbell. Everyone believes in Goff. The fucking stadium, the fans believe in Jared Goff. I mean, this guy's you know got to feel great, and of course now he gets to go back home. Take on the San Francisco 49ers. He, he's a bear kid, right? Who grew up a Joe Montana fan. Uh, gets to go and, and play in front of some family and friends over there. Uh, but, man, this Detroit team believes. They believe in themselves. And, I mean, they've got a lot of fucking talent. And you're right. That defense uh, really, really came out aggressive. Um, they got that local kid. What is it? Aiden Hutchinson, right? He's, yeah. he's, he's a fucking beast. He's he's a fucking beast, Sex Panther. Man, they, they drafted. I think he was a first round draft pick. Um, two he years was ago, out of that. Two yeah, years ago, out of yeah. that, out of that school that should not be named. Really? Oh wow! wow. So yeah, I mean, there you go. He really is local. But uh, this Detroit team, I, I love them. I'm rooting for them. I got a tough matchup against the 49ers next week. Bring it on! Can't wait. Which brings us to our final game of the week. That is the Buffalo Bills hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Now Buffalo lamenting, saying, we want the Chiefs in Buffalo. We've never had them in Buffalo. Patrick Mahomes never played a road playoff game before. Uh, Travis Kelsey on a bit of a drought, touchdown-wise. Not a drought off the field. We know when he's getting off the field. But on the field, a little bit of a drought. Everything was lining up for the Bills to win this one. Except for no one told the 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 the, the Chiefs that uh, they were supposed to lose. No one, no one gave them the script. No one said, "Oh, by the way, this isn't your year, Kansas City." Now, I'm, 
in, in the pre-show on Friday, I said, Panther, I'm, I'm worried about this one. And then when I bet the game, I, I bet the Chiefs with the points. That defense, I was like, man, something about this defense just scares me. I didn't have them winning. You know, I, I had the Bills winning. And so the fact that it's like, oh, I'll throw them in the parlay. I do think the Bills win this one. But I was worried about this Chiefs team for sure. And, and they absolutely showed up. And they proved that they are the two-time champions. Travis Kelsey had two touchdowns. Um, Pacheco, Pacheco was fucking amazing. He's he's been a, a beast. He's been a huge difference in maker when he's healthy for this Chiefs team. But is their defense? It really is. Spagnola has this defense, um, making big stops, harassing quarterbacks uh, all over the field. Man. Uh, this Chiefs defense is is absolutely scary now. I know we feel their offense is a little bit limited, but they did some things here that may, maybe maybe there's some hope still yet for this Chiefs team. But another another season, another Bills disappointment. But for them, I mean, there was a chance they weren't going to make the playoffs. They ended up as the two seed. So I guess they turned the season around, just not enough. And another AFC title game for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, obviously this game was past my bedtime, so I didn't get to watch it. But I went and looked at the stats, and I, I'm so, I need to go back and watch the game because the stats don't add up. Like, Buffalo dominated the game. They were 2-1 to one on first downs. They had more rushing yards. They were almost 2-1 to one in time of possession. They won the turnover battle. Like, all the check marks that you're looking for, Buffalo's got except in the scoreboard. And, uh, you know, once again, not finishing drives, punting, settling for field goals, the things that you can't do if you're going to knock off a championship-caliber team like the Kansas City Chiefs. You just can't not finish drives and not score touchdowns. And that's basically what happened to Buffalo. They were up to the task. They just couldn't finish it. I mean, kudos to the, to the Chiefs for putting up 27 points. They had the ball for 22 minutes, Max. 22 minutes the entire game. Like, they got the ball and then just drove it down the field, shoved it down Buffalo's throat. Buffalo didn't have an answer. They had long, sustained drives, but they just couldn't do it. I think there's going to be questions in Buffalo now. I don't know if it's Josh Allen. I don't know if it's going to be McDermott. I don't know what it is. I don't know that they necessarily need to make the change, but it's typical of NFL culture for them to start like, oh, well, we, it's been our windows closing. What do we do? I think there's questions in Buffalo about what do they do because Miami's closing the gap. Um, you know, the, the, the Jets are going to be knocking on the door with Aaron Rodgers. They can't beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bengals are going to be healthy. The Baltimore Ravens are the, the alpha in the AFC now. What's Buffalo supposed to do now, Max? Well, I, I do think this will be the last season that we probably see Stefan Diggs in a uh, Bills uniform. I think they'll decide to probably part ways. They'll need to fill in and get a big-time wide receiver there. I don't know how they're going to do it, but that's that's going to be what Buffalo needs to do there. I don't think Josh Allen's going anywhere. I, same same conversation of Mike McCarthy, right? I mean, how do you how do you get rid of your coach after a winning season? But it's it's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo's kind of plateaued a bit. They can't get over this hump of of Kansas City, and and this was a down year for Kansas City. 
They had the same record, by the way. Oh, by the way, they had the same record. Uh, down year for the fucking Chiefs, and and here they are back into the AFC Championship game, right? So, uh, I I don't know what um, Buffalo is going to have to do, but they're going to have to do something. I mean, uh, James Cook looks like a solid running back, right? And and maybe uh, you know they they can keep uh, you know building off of him. Uh, Josh Allen, I mean, when I. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but like when I watch Josh Allen play, he looks as fast as Lamar Jackson out there when he runs. You know, when he breaks out into his like fastest speed, it's like holy shit, he's a fast dude. He he kind of dominated with his legs yesterday, uh, not so much in the air, um, but yeah, it's, it's just not enough. Just not enough. Like that's. That's the story of this Buffalo Bills team. Whatever it is, is just not enough. So they got to figure that out um, in the offseason for sure. And um, yeah, it's 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 a I don't know. It's a shame. I was. It's kind of like it's you know I'm rooting for a lot of these teams too. Like in in round one, the Rams in Detroit. I was like, man, like I'm a Rams fan, but I'm also kind of rooting for Detroit. In against Tampa Bay, it's like, man, I'm rooting for Detroit, but I kind of like Baker. Same situation here. Like, I was rooting for both teams. I like both teams. I kind of wanted Buffalo to win just because, you know, they haven't done it before. But I'm not angry that the Chiefs won. It's like, cool. This is a team that I like. You know, I, I love Travis Kelsey. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is amazing. He was being pelted by snowballs at the end of the game. Classy. Classy <laughs> Buffalo Bills fans. Um Jason Kelsey out there fucking pre-gaming in the parking lot, drinking with Bills fans, um, uh, tailgating. And then when uh, <laughs> Travis scored the touchdown, he's shirtless, like, out there just drinking beers and just, like, <laughs> I mean, you want to root for this team. You want to you want to. Um, but, yeah, I, Buffalo has a lot of question marks, and we'll see. As for Kansas City, maybe. Maybe they got one more. Maybe they can – Steal another Super Bowl. Who who knows? All right. Uh, long, long intro. We don't have much to bet on, but Panther will still find a way to bet on four games. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. We are back, possibly never even left you. 
a kid because I love Sex Panther. You tell me it's like, ah, you're not betting on much. And I told you how many I'm betting on. You're like, well, I'm betting more than that. <laughs> so, so you give me, you get, thank you. Thank you for giving us something to talk about. Here we go. Starting in the NBA. Uh, wh- where's the first game we're at? Uh, we're on the East Coast. Talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers going to Orlando. Take on the Magic. Uh, you know, I, I actually think this is a even game. I, these are two teams that are really not that dissimilar. Um, relatively lethargic offenses. I think Cleveland has the bigger playmaker in Donovan Mitchell, but they both center around their defense. They both center around their bigs. Uh, I just think Cleveland has a little bit more offensive explosiveness to them, and I'm getting a point and a half. I will take the Cavs for 10 bucks. I don't think we're getting a point here. I think we're, we're, we're giving up a point. I was getting a point now. Yeah, well, we're giving up a point. I'm still betting them. Are you going to bet the Cavs? Yeah, Vegas agrees. Vegas agrees. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, Cleveland healthy, right? I mean, that's been one of their biggest uh, problems all season, right, is, 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 is health. And I'm looking at the injury report here and, uh, you know, Couple of banged up. Uh, so they still got Garland out, right? And, and Mobley still out. So maybe not fully healthy, but healthier than they have been uh, all, all season. And they're playing really good basketball. So I think they get a win today. Uh, this is the only game I'm betting on in the NBA. So $10 bet on the Cavs. I got two more. Let's try the Milwaukee Bucks at Detroit, taking on the Pistons. And the Pistons are still losing. But they're making things a little bit more competitive. This is going to be their fourth time playing the Bucks. They just played them over the weekend. Kept that one within a touchdown. We're getting 12 and a half points. Out of the three games that they've already played, two of them, they've lost by less than the 12 and a half points. I think they lose again. But for the third time, by less than 12 and a half points. Give me the Pistons plus the 12 and a half for 10 bucks. Yeah, I don't actually hate that bet. Uh, tons of moral support here. I do think that Detroit can hang a little bit closer than than the line indicates. I mean, as bad as their record is, as bad as that losing streak is, as bad as NBA history says, I still don't think they're their worst team in the league. I, I really like. I mean, they've had. I really don't think that they're the worst team in the league right now. Uh, they're competitive. I can't say the same for Washington. I think Washington's atrocious. Portland. Portland's terrible. Charlotte? I mean, you know, like, I mean, there's bad, bad fucking teams in this league. And I I know record says Detroit is the worst, but from what I can see, what I feel, like Detroit's not the worst. I think they can play a competitive game today. More support lean on the Pistons. All right, last game up. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. Talk about your Boston Celtics. They had their championship medal tested by Denver over the weekend and the Denver Nuggets and Jokic ended that winning streak, that home undefeated. Now they got to take that, that loss, if you will, and hit the road and go take on a Dallas team. That's got Luca back. Kyrie's healthy. Like they're, they're at home. Dallas is at home. So this is a tough test for the Celtics. They're going to get tested again. I really feel like this is a game they need to win because if there's been something that kind of leaves you, questioning the Celtics, it is their road record. Now, they have the same road record at 13-9 as the Mavs have as a home record at 13-9. Something's going to give here. But I think the Celtics are going to be ready for this one. I'll lay the three and a half, take Boston for 10 bucks. 
Uh, another one where I'll give you some moral support here, Boston, of course, they played the Rockets yesterday in Houston and, and, and beat them. So they're in a back-to-back situation. Porzingis had a hell of a game last night. Um, so I do like them. I do like them to beat Dallas. Um, just a little iffy in, in the back-to-back situations. And, you know, playing three out of four nights, right? I mean, the, the, you know, the, that's that's going to wear on you. Um, losing that game to uh, uh Denver, a hell of a game too. Great, great fucking game. Almost had a chance to fucking tie it up or win it at the end, and uh, uh, came up a little bit short. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Boston should win. I think Boston should cover. I think they're the better team here, but just in the back-to-back situation, I couldn't quite bet them. So, just a lean on the Celtics. All right, that is it for the NBA. Time to go to the ice. All right, what you got? One game. Vegas Golden Knights are going to New Jersey to take on the Devils. Vegas God, trying to turn things around. They've won four of their last five. Their offense has picked up the pace. The defense of the goaltending is looking much better. We've talked about this before. New Jersey better on the road than they are at home. They're minus 135. So the Vegas odds makers think the Vegas hockey team has a chance. I do too at plus 110. I will throw $10 on my Golden Knights. I, I I don't I can't explain this. The Devils are terrible at home. Um, all the money hammering the fucking Devils, the fucking Golden Knights with a plus line. It it doesn't make. Sense. I'm gonna lean Vegas with you. I none of this makes sense to me. This is a sex Panther. What the? Come stop it. Just what are you doing? Devils the fucking favorite here. Uh, what the fuck? Who have you been watching all year? Vegas uh, sports books, not not Golden Knights. Terrible, terrible. Uh, lean on the Golden Knights. That's the only hockey play I got. You've got one. Who are we looking at? Oh, probably the game of the night. The Winnipeg Jets in Boston trying to take down the Bruins, and I'm getting Winnipeg with a plus 110. I I got to do it, man. I think the Jets have a, a chance to win this one. Um, Boston is has been beatable. And I think the Jets are a team that could do it. So, yeah, $10 bet on the Jets. Man, I don't know how you bet this game. I saw that one. I was like, oh, can't touch it. Boston at home has been so good. But Winnipeg with the plus line, obviously some value there. I I don't know how you're betting this game. Like, this is past my bedtime, but it might be watchable. Um, I'll lean Boston just because they're at home. But. What a matchup. Well, I'm not a big hockey guy, but I'd probably watch this game. <laughs> All right. Let's slap together a DJ parlay. Uh, Golden Knights gave you some moral support there. NBA, both but the Cavs and then the bucket, um, the buckets, the, the, the Pistons, the buckets. Uh, geez. The Pistons plus the 12 and a half there. So once again, that is... The Detroit Pistons plus 12 and a half. The Cleveland Cavs minus one. And then the Vegas Golden Knights plus 107. That DJ Parlay plays 659. On this Monday, I like our chances, especially throwing in a fucking plus line like Vegas in there. Come on. That's that's, that, that's a gimme. That'll be the one that loses. Uh, Sex Panther, take us home. All right, man. Well, you guys know the deal. We hang out right here in the asylum. You can join our Discord channel. Come on in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. 
This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.